0: Who is the Holy Spirit? What is His role? We'll talk about that next on Times of Refreshing. Nothing generates controversy more than a mention of the Holy Spirit. Who is He? What does He do? What is His role in the triune Godhead? Well, these are questions we seek to answer over the course of the next few programs as we do a series on the Holy Spirit. Today, we'll take a look at the power of the Holy Spirit and why this is so important in our lives as Christians. Join us for today's broadcast of Times of Refreshing from the Well, a Christian community here in Livermore, California. We find ourselves in Matthew chapter 3 and verse 13. Here now, with today's broadcast, as mentioned, Pastor Napoleon Kaufman.
1: I'm going to start a series of messages over the next month or so about the Holy Spirit. I want to talk about the Holy Spirit for a while. You can't just, you can't truly cover him in one service. I want to kind of talk for the next couple weeks. Maybe, I don't know, we'll see how long we go, but I want to talk about the Holy Spirit. We need to develop an intimacy with the Spirit of God. We must get to know him. We must see how vital he is in our lives. And then through dissecting the scripture, we're going to see how influential he was in the life of Jesus and the first century church. But in our lives, this is something that we have to continue to cultivate. Remember, he is a person. We have to get to know him. We have to learn to commune with him and learn to receive counsel from him and and learn to walk through this life being instructed by the Spirit of God, and I think it's so important that you know I'll say this: Woe to any church that does not allow and embrace the influence of the Holy Spirit. There's no way that we can truly have church and and get a revelation of who Jesus Christ is if we do not um, have a clear understanding on who the Holy Spirit is and what He's been sent into the world to do. He comes to give us revelation concerning the person of Jesus Christ. There's no way that we can understand this Bible without the power of the Holy Spirit, without his influence in our lives. We'll never get an understanding of the deep things of God if we do not develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Saints, when you wake up in the morning, the Holy Spirit is is in you. He's in you, but he's also hovering around you. He's not, and When you get in your car, when you're on your job, the Holy Spirit, he is with you always at all times and one of the things that we have to learn to do is learn to discern his voice learn to learn to and i'll say this we have to start to learn how to respond to his voice and for all of us here who are saved who who know god we have to make understanding appreciating valuing submitting to the holy spirit a priority in our lives he knows where we need to go and we have to learn to take his leadership and understand his leadership this morning i want to talk to you about the power of the holy spirit how many want the holy spirit to empower you in your life we need the power of the holy spirit of god matthew chapter 3 Verse 13 on down to 17 is, is really interesting. It says this in verse 13. It says, then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. And John tried to prevent him saying, I need to be baptized by you and you are coming to me. But Jesus answered and said to him, "Permit it to be so now for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God, or the Holy Spirit, descending like a dove and alighting upon him, landing and resting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Right here in these passages of Scripture, we see the Trinity. We see the Jesus Christ in human form and in flesh. We see the Holy Spirit descending like a dove and resting upon him. And then we hear a voice from heaven, Father God, speaking. We see what, what we would call, most theologians would call, a compound unity. We see three distinct individuals but yet as we study the scripture we see that they are indivisible and this is why we call it a tri unity or trinity we see three distinct individuals but yet they are indivisible they are one and uh, the bible says this there are three that bear wicked bear record in heaven but these three are one they are a compound unity and so for us When we see the Spirit of God we see him not only as just an an, an individual that comes to influence us but he is a person and he is the third member of the Godhead the Bible says and so we embrace him as God and we thank God our Father for the Holy Spirit's influence in our lives Uh, It's important that we realize that in this moment, Jesus is getting ready to start his public ministry. He's getting ready to to basically go on display and to begin to display the power of God, display the love of God, the mercy of God, the redemption of God. He's getting ready to start his three and a half years of ministry and to open the door basically for humanity to receive such a great salvation. And for all of us, the thing that really we have to embrace here is that before Jesus starts his ministry, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit came down upon him. The Holy Spirit, before he got ready to do work for God the Father, the Holy Spirit comes upon him and and empowers him to do this work. And so for anything that we're going to do in life, we need the Holy Spirit to come upon us and empower us to do it. Whether that's being a father, whether that's being a mother, whether that's working on your job, whether that's taking care of your finances, everything. The Holy Spirit wants to be involved and active in every single area of your life. Nothing should be off limits to the Holy Spirit. Can I have an amen, y'all? Nothing should be off limits raising your kids we need the mind of god we need the holy spirit to come in and give us revelation Well, jesus from this moment immediately he goes into the wilderness he's tempted he's tested by the enemy for 40 days we see him being tried he comes out in the power of the holy spirit and immediately he starts to go into his ministry and what did he do he changes the world but it doesn't start. Until John the Baptist baptizes him and the Holy Spirit, bam, descends upon his life like a dove. And then he goes in. It's important for us to realize this. Stop thinking. Now listen to me, y'all. Stop thinking you can do it all by yourself. Man, life is rough, man. It's tough out there. And we have to know, it is so good to know that I have the Holy Spirit, that he is in me and a part of my life to help me to make it through any circumstance and situation in my life. And we have to thank God that that we have his influence in our life. It's so important for us to, to embrace this aspect. Jesus did not go forth until the Holy Spirit descended upon him like a dove. And Empowered him to go forth and to change the world go to Luke chapter 1. Let's look at verse 26 because this is also an interesting passage of scripture In regards to the, the spirit of God we see the spirit of God Descending upon Jesus But look what happens here with Mary Luke chapter 1 verse 26 It says here in verse 26, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at, at his saying and consider what manner of greeting of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. And he will be great. He will be called the son of the highest. The, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David according to the natural, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom and of his kingdom. There will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be? Since I do not know a man, I haven't had sex before. (laughs) Look at this. And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the what? Power of the highest will overshadow you therefore also that holy one who is to be born will be called the son of god now i want to stop there because we see this in her in the natural she knew that she was limited and she knew that it was impossible but the bible says the holy spirit would would come upon her and the power generally when you see the holy spirit The next words are right around it. You're going to see power. And I'm going to show you this in the scripture. The Holy Spirit comes and the power of the highest is coming right behind it. Right behind him. And for us, it's the same thing. You may have limitations in your life right now according to the natural. But it doesn't mean that you're limited if you have the Holy Spirit in your life. And I think this is important because a lot of times we, and hey, we need to study. We need to do our due diligence about stuff. But when you've done all that you can, do not think that it's over if you have the Holy Spirit in your life. Because God will empower you to do things that you cannot do in and of yourself. And that's the beautiful thing about walking with God. And I think it's important. That we look at our limitations and and our perceived limitations and stop boxing ourselves in. If God told you to do something, he will empower you to do it. Can I have an amen? He will. It doesn't matter how tough it is, what it looks like, what it feels like. Listen, stop worrying about your feelings. What did God say? In this moment, she says, well, how could this be? And he gives her a great answer. Well, the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you. And the power of the highest. And the one that's coming through you is going to be called the Son of God. He, listen, God didn't choose you because you knew what to do. Can I have an Amen god he is not looking well this person really knows what to do i think i can use them and no when the power of the holy spirit comes upon you that's what's going to make you able the word here in the greek power is the greek word dunamis been preaching on this for years since the early 90s let me mid 90s is dunamis this word here dunamis is the word that we get dynamite from this word here it means to be able god takes you and he makes you able it means to be capable god takes you and he makes you capable no matter what you're going through the power of god comes upon your life the holy spirit comes he comes to make you able he comes to make you capable but you realize it's not just your own strength and we have to embrace that about it. When we start saying stuff like "I can't do it" and "I don't know" and, and I don't care," when we start saying that, what we're saying is, is I trust in myself more than I trust in you, God. And we have to get delivered from that. Amen. Look at your neighbor and tell him you got to get delivered. Get delivered from that, because God, He will make you able. He will make you capable this word here in the greek it means power it means especially achieving power especially achieving power like god says and i want something to be done through your life and i want to accomplish something over here so i'm going to grab you the person that does not have power and i'm going to empower you and you're going to do that over there when you didn't think you could do it you're going to do it Through me, and then you got to give me the glory. Can I have an amen? Amen. So God takes a Moses and tells him to pick up a stick and go into the most powerful nation and leader on the planet and tell him to let my people go. He said, but I can't speak. I can't do this. I'm not worried about what you can't. Your brother's going to go with you. Go in there and throw it down and watch what happens. And I think this is the thing that we've got to start getting in our minds that man, do you know how powerful we are because of the presence of God in our life? Because of the power of the Holy Spirit? You, you, I mean, this is the same, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. It's the same power that lives inside of us through the influence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. <laughs> My goodness. It make me want to run through this place right now. (laughs) My goodness. I mean, the power of God. The Holy Spirit is in our life. Now, it says, especially achieving power. Now, look at this. This power, in some cases, according to the Greek, can be a physical power. And it also can be a moral power. So sometimes from a physical and then sometimes from a moral, we have to realize that we can tap into the the presence of God from a physical, but then he says moral. Listen, let me say this to you. Now, I'm not saying that you go out here and go to the gym and start trying to put up. Holy Spirit, help me with it. You know, I'm not talking about that. (laughs) Some of y'all, some of y'all is getting ideas. Okay, But what I am saying is, from a physical standpoint, when it looks like you should be dead, and you can't go another step, and I'm getting ready to quit, I can't make it, I'm tired, I can't deal with it no more. God says, oh yes you can, by the power that I'm getting ready to give you. Can I have an amen, y'all? By the power of the Holy Spirit. There's no way. In the natural, Jesus could be beat and scorched and whipped and crucified and hung up and and tormented and talked about and lied about, beard pulled out, hair pulled, all this other stuff. Most people would have quit a long time ago, but when the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus just kept going going and going and going and going and going and going. Why? Because of the presence of the Holy Spirit in his life. He was resting upon him. He was resting upon him. You can talk about me. You can lie on me. You can say what you want. You can criticize me. But I'm like the Energizer bunny. I just keep going. Because of the power of the Holy Spirit in my life. And I think that's what we have to get in our minds that, Lord, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. He strengthens me by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we have to get this in our mind. This woman, she goes off to conceive because he says the Holy Spirit is coming and the power of the Most High is going to overshadow you. We have to embrace that even when it comes to our perceived limitations. We have to stop and say, man. Look at God. I didn't have a father. Siblings hated me. People don't like me on my job, or or this person don't like me. Family and all these things that are against you. Put your foot in the ground and say, Holy Spirit, empower me. From a moral standpoint, most of all of us were born into sin and shaped in iniquity, and we've had to deal with the sin issues. When you give your life to Christ, Christ will empower you to overcome sin in your life. He'll give you power over lying and cussing and stealing and manipulating and conjuring stuff up and and getting involved in filth and perversion and lust and, and all kinds of garbage he'll get the stuff he'll empower you to say no if you want to say no the holy spirit will empower you to say no can i have an amen that's what the holy spirit will do from a moral standpoint the devil is always going to tempt you he's going to test your worth you are going to test your value. He's going to test to see if you're going to tap into a power that is a great power, the power of the Holy Spirit to overcome. We have to learn to tell the devil no, to tell ourselves no, and to tell the world no. I'm telling you devil no. I'm telling you world no. I'm telling you oh Napoleon Kaufman no by the power of the Holy Spirit. Can I have an amen? I'm getting fired up in here. We gotta learn to do this. People sit around. Well, you know, I, we, we flirt with stuff. You know, we, it's okay. I was just looking at it. You know, I was, you know, it's all right. You know, praise God. God's good. He knows my weakness, but He knows He's strong. So you gotta tap into His strength and say, God, empower me. There's something that you need to do get out of your life. Just make the first step. He'll meet you on the other side of the first step From a moral standpoint the holy spirit. He comes into our lives to empower us We want to embrace this aspect of his ministry. Amen Go to Acts chapter 1 Acts chapter 1 Let's look at verses 1 on down to 8 We see the holy spirit coming upon Jesus as he started his ministry. We see The Holy Spirit influencing Mary's life and coming upon her and and the power of God coming. We're going to see here in the beginning of the church, Jesus didn't just send his disciples out and say, go, go for it. He sends them out, but he sends them out being empowered by the Holy Spirit to go forth and shake up the known world. Look at verse 1. The former account I made, O Theophilus. Of all that Jesus began both to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up after he through the Holy Spirit had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father. Look at your neighbor and tell him, this is a promise. He says, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. You're going to be submerged in, immersed in the Holy Spirit not many days from now i'm not going to send you out by yourselves i'm not going to send you out as orphans i'm going to come back to you but i'm coming back to you in the person of the spirit of god the spirit of god the same spirit that's that was upon me and and empowered me the holy spirit he's going to come upon you and you're going to be baptized by him he says therefore when they had come together, verse 6, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. But you shall receive what? When the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of of the earth he says you're going to be a witness when the holy spirit comes upon you when the holy spirit empowers you when you get submerged in the spirit of god when you get consumed by the spirit of god you're going to be a witness this word witness in the greek it means martyr you're going to be a person that's going to testify not only through your life but through your death and, some, and in some cases, we're testifying daily because we're dying daily to our old self. And you're going to testify of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, not just by the words that are coming out of your mouth, but through your lifestyle, your life. And the giving of your life is a testament and a testimony of who God is in your life. And when the Holy Spirit comes, when he comes, he empowers you to do this on a day-to-day basis. He empowers you to walk through the streets being a witness. He empowers you.
0: Thank you for joining us for Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman. This program is a production of the Well Christian Community, and we pray this message has blessed you in a special way. If it has, please let us know by contacting us today. You can write to us at The Well Christian Community, 2333 Neeson Drive. We're here in Livermore. The zip code is 94551. You can also contact us by phone at 925-292-7800. That's 925-292-7800. Learn more about us as well as drop us an email at our website, thewellchurch.net. Again, that's thewellchurch.net.